What's up, everybody? It's Aaron with I Am Podcast. I'm here with my boy, Nick. What's up, Nick? How's it going? What's going on, man? Good to be here. It's exciting to be here. Um, Nick, we go way back, kind of grew up with this guy, seen his entrepreneurship journey. Um, very successful guy. So I want to talk about a little bit about, you know, your background story, what it is that, you know, you do can ex- explain to everybody in the audience, you know, how you've gotten to where you're at and just kind of how you got started in entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, uh, full-time what was it, entrepreneurship since 2013. Okay. So, uh, been in the game now for, for qu- quite so many years. I uh, went to school down at San Diego state and, um, to make a long story short, I realized like the corporate world, uh, nine to five just wasn't for me. What was your major over there? Uh, communication, business. Okay. So communication and business. And as and when I was younger, I got fired from literally almost every job. <laughs> what, what jobs did you have? Albertsons, Ralph's, Busboy, Waiter. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. Sears, Sears. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sell, I, was, I was selling shoes, uh, you know, all through high school and then early, uh, you know, early 20s. So, yeah, man, I got fired a bunch of times. So, you know, going to school, I'm like, Going to school, getting a degree is great. I believe in education, but I, I knew that I got to figure something out because, you know, working like the nine to five just is not for me. Wasn't for you. Yeah. No, that's kind of like my same situation too as well. It's just, you know, answering to somebody or having to be somewhere at a certain time and creating mm-hmm. your own schedule. Um, creating your own schedule is something that I always liked. But yeah. when did you know that you were like an entrepreneur or what was your first entrepreneurial experience? And then I'm going to stop you real quick. And I, this podcast is super special to me because... I don't think that he has anything that's talking about his background story out just yet. So you're yeah. going to hear it here first, um, talking about, you know, from the beginning to where he's at now, because a lot yeah. of people see you in your light currently, but don't really know what's gone, you know, down in, you know, yeah. in the trenches back when you first started. The dirtiness of exactly. the grind. The dirtiness exactly. of the grind. So for everybody who's watching, I mean, they're going to get to know the real deal, like what it takes to get, um, you know, I think I, I get that a lot. You know, I want to live this lifestyle. I want they see me doing this, doing that, like, yeah. living life, you know, on my own terms. But what did it take to get there? And for me, it was just like 2000. I went to school, San Diego State, and, um, you know, I had gotten fired to all, from all these jobs previously. So I'm like, holy shit. You know, I went to school and um, went, it was basically a four year party at San Diego State <laughs> and six months uh, before graduation. And that's when it hit me. I said, I'm getting this degree. And, um, you know, I've been on this four-year party ever since. And what am I going to do? You know, I know I can't necessarily go work a corporate job because I got fired. For, I just, I'm not good at, like, taking yeah. orders, essentially, you know? <laughs> and so I, I was, I was um, you know, trying to figure it out. I was at a place where I'm, like, 20, I don't know, 22 years old, getting ready to graduate, four-year degree, and knew that the corporate world probably wasn't for me. And um, so, to be honest, I got, um, I was kind of just going to, you know, party my way through my senior year. And um, I got him. Not a bad idea. Yeah, well, I'm, at San, I'm, at San, I'm at San Diego State. I think yeah. it was like the number three party school in the country. And I'm like living, doing my thing, getting my degree, right? Getting yeah. good grades, mom, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, shout out and, Sylvia. I'm not gonna watch this one, right? Oh you know, yeah, she will. <laughs> she, she, I pay for it. I pay for it all. But but like the real the, the realness of it is, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I said shit, like you know. Um, so I, my whole plan was work a job maybe for a couple of years. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's the only way. Did you have any specific industries you're going in? Because normally people get, get degrees and they're like, yo, I'm a fucking uh, uh, communications major. I'm going to go do some PR marketing. Or th- yeah. did you have like a specific company that you were outset to work for? Or nothing. N- nothing. Nothing. Okay. I, I was thinking, my dad worked in insurance. Yeah. Did quite well. So I was thinking, hey, I'll maybe work insurance and I'll figure it out. Yeah. And um, that was like my plan. 
And so, you know, I, I think that everything happens for a reason, um, you know, and it was six months before graduation and it was, we had, I had come back from like winter break and um, was literally getting ready to start like spring break. I, I was like looking forward to just like my last, you know, three, four months of college, going to party my ass off and figure it out. And um, it's, it's funny how things work out. My college roommate actually uh, invited me to what I thought was like going to be like a somewhat of like a social party. Uh-huh. You know, we go out, you know, in college, you go out every night. Every single day. Yeah. It's been another day. Yeah. So I said, he goes, hey, man, there's like this social party situation happening at this location. You should come. You should come check it out. Like, and I go, come check it out. Like, you don't come check out a party. party yeah. But it's my boy. It's like my roommate. Yeah. Right. And he ended up bringing me um, to what I, you know, what, to what it was like a sales um, event meeting. Long story short, it was a pitch. It yeah. was a fucking sales pitch on network marketing. So they, so they, is it safe to say they closed the closer? No, I wasn't closed at all. Uh, okay. I was like, I was like, for everybody watching, I was like, pyramid scheme, scam, triangle thing. This shit doesn't like, work. You got ruffle the feathers yeah, right, right now. Right? Avon. I didn't even fucking close. Yeah. Right? I was like, Avon, Mary Kay, yeah. Amway. I've heard of those things. Those the herbal life. Those things don't work, right? And uh, because I wasn't interested in like, I was still like in party mode, yeah. right? And my buddies were like hyped up. It was like, he recruited, you know, he got started in like this network marketing company. Um, and then he recruited a bunch of my other buddies. And I just wasn't down. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to enjoy my senior year. Like, you guys do your thing. Weren't ready to work yet or you just wasn't just, a fit for you? It wasn't a fit. I was okay. like, I'm not going to go like pitch, you know, energy drinks and like all this stuff. I was like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm yeah. going to go enjoy. Because they were like, you know, they all got started that night. Yeah. All my buddies, he invited all my buddies. They all signed up, paid money, yeah. ordered product. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like scam alert like yeah. type situation. And um, to make a long story short, they like, you know, my, my buddy who had, kind of put the whole thing together, actually uh-huh. started making money. Okay. In yeah. MLM, multi-level marketing yeah. call, whatever you want to call it. Like, so, I think that's a big, I, I don't mean to cut you off there, but no. like, to me, that's a big thing in entrepreneurship and business. Like, I want to see you do it, and then I know it's legit. Yeah, that's, you know ex- I mean? that's exactly yeah, what happened. It's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you people tell us shit all the time. Like, bro, this is the next best thing. All right, well, like, show me you're making money, and then, you know, walk the, like, walk the walk, you know, and then I'll believe 100%. it. It was like, it was like, and that's, that's my whole motto. In business, like, to this day, uh, built several different successful businesses, multi-million dollar businesses. Show me, don't tell me. Seeing is believing. Documentation beats conversation. The, like you that know, right there. Say and, that one more time. Say that one more time. Documentation No, the, from beats the beginning. Motherfucking conversation. Right? Seeing is believing. Yeah. Uh, show me, don't tell me. I like that. And documentation beats conversation every single time. And I preach that. I preach that all the time. If, if anyone's going to pitch you on something, sell you on something, like, okay, like, show me proof. Are you the real deal? And I've been like that my entire life. So my buddy who, you know, invited everybody to this MLM meeting um, actually started making money. And at 20, I was like 22, 21. He was like 19. And he started making checks. He was making like, I don't know. At the time, this was, I mean. For college, a college person, you know, maybe three, four racks, something like that? Well, four or five racks. Okay. Man. Yeah. Cool. He's Which is good. Mo- more, more than most, like, college graduates make right off the bat. And he's 19. Yeah. So he's a sophomore. Oh, shit. Okay. He's a sophomore. I'm a senior. Yeah. Um. Uh, and he's making like, yeah, 900, 1200, 1400. Yeah. And then what got me, and I'll, and I'll just be straight up, it was, there was like a car incentive program. The Beamer. I remember when you the, and the Eric got the Beamers. Yeah. The Beamers. I remember that. The Beamer. Like it was like, hey, you get to a certain level and you get this BMW. Uh huh. 2000. At the time, it was, the year was 2013. So 2013, uh-huh. BMW. And so he pulls up in this car and has like the company logo on the side. Yeah. And I was like, I'm what looking. The fuck, huh? I'm driving, <laughs> I'm driving like this 2007 Mustang. <laughs> I'm like, 
shit. Like one door is broken. <laughs> I'm like, I, and I'm like, you know what? There's the documentation. Yeah. There's, you know, and so solidified. Was, Boom. Right there. Right there. So I said, all right, you have my attention. Uh, keep in mind, like my senior year is like dwindling down. Yeah. I'm like getting closer and closer and closer. He yeah. had got that car like, like during the spring. Yeah. So like the pitch fest was December, like um, January, February, I don't know, like maybe April. March, April, yeah. That he gets, he gets this car, 19 years old. And again, I'm in the mindset of a 21-year-old college kid. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm very, I'm like, yo, brand new BMW. Yeah. Shiny object syndrome. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, four or five, six, four, four, five grand a month at, a, at in, in college, you're balling. Yeah. Balling. Like we're buying like $20 handles. Yeah. Of, uh, pop of, off. Pop off. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> 10, ten, $10 handles. $10 handles. The MD 2020. Yeah. Natty Ice and playing beer pong. Yeah. Right. So that was, that's Pap, just like. Pap's blue ribbon. Yeah. Sp- uh, I mean, I was like Sperry's yeah. and like the, I did the whole frat shit. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, shit. I remember my days at CSUF. Yeah. yeah. I never fucked with Sperry's, but yeah. I, I fucked with the strap. <laughs> I was like, again. I go all in. I'm like, I'm going to live the frat life. playing the part. (laughs) (laughs) So, boom. Gets the car. And you know what? He shows me how the thing works. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Shows me the compensation plan. And my mind's like like moving, like like moving. It's like, all right, I'm starting to get this whole thing. And, um, man, I started to do these presentations, pitching this How long after you signed up did you get your first sale? Five minutes. Oh, okay. Five minutes. You sold it full next year. No, I saw. I was, I was like, like, they make you like, they're like, there's like these things like, hey, contact your closest friend, show them uh, this video. Okay. It's like a, it's like a little bit of a system, yeah. you know? Because you, well, your yeah, systems is all business. Yeah, and and it makes sense now looking. Obviously, there, it's your closest circle of influence, yeah. people that trust you. Yeah. So I, I got like a bunch of my buddies in, and they were just like, you know, you know, buy. They bought the product, and then they told a friend. They told a friend. Yeah. And then I start, and I start making money. Yeah. Within my first, I, I don't know, I was making like. Two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars checks, quick. How, how is this a month or a week or how? Uh, is it? First couple of checks were just like commission okay. checks, and then like there was some residual. And um, at that point, I just got obsessed with multi-level marketing. I got obsessed with like the company, the brand. The, the, luckily, the company was like that's like YPR thing. Yeah, it, it stood for Young People Revolution. Yeah, meaning young people making big money. Fan, weren't you know? I had there was like people. It's hiring. lifestyle. It's, yeah. you know, people. It's branding. It's all that stuff. And I don't mean to cut you off there because there's a lot of yeah. stuff that I want to talk about in the duration of time. But to me, I sold knives when I first got out of high Cuck-o. school for Cutco. Oh. Yes, you know, and I'm a firm believer that it not only uh, made me a great communicator, but it was great in um, you know in teaching you sales skills. Like how how much of your success do you attest to the sales skills that you learned from MLM? Almost 100. percent Yeah. I, I believe that the same thing. Almost and why, why is that? They, I mean, I got exposed to, you know, mentors. I never even heard of the term mentor in college. Yeah. Find a mentor. Find somebody who has what you want. Listen to them. They have the results. They can teach you how to get it, right? You can't learn how to shoot a free throw from a hockey player, right? So 100%. how are you learning uh, on how to make a half a million, a million, or become a multimillionaire from, from a college professor? Never has made a million dollars. Who's never made a million dollars. Hasn't started a successful business. And so I'd say the majority of that success has come from just the what I learned. I was in the MLM game for, I want to say like four years. Okay. Four years. So and then very- fast forward a little bit there. Um, I'm going to be chopping you up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for sure. So how long after were you in the MLM game did you transition over into the next step of your life, next business venture? And what, and what was that? So I blew, up the, I, I blew it up. Uh-huh. Um, I, my team, I got obsessed with it. I graduated college within like six months. I, I got my car within like 
I don't know, three months and, you know, three months of getting involved. But when I graduated in June, I had my car, I was making four or five, six grand a month. Um, and I was like, I'm not getting a job. I'm doing this full time. And I blew up the MLM game. I, my team was like, I was in like fifth, I was in, you know, 25 states, 15 countries around the world. I started traveling to Europe and Spain and, and I mean, just, you name it, Amsterdam, the, the Netherlands, I was just doing meetings and doing, I was traveling. I was in a different state. I did that for four years. And throughout that process, I learned scale, uh, sales, I'm sorry, sales, negotiations, public speaking, just all this, you know, reading books and just, I was, I just got obsessed with the game and, um, you know, I hit like one of the top levels in the company. And in 2015, I was on a flight from, I'd been in Europe for two weeks. Pause for a second. Cause I have never heard this transition story. And I'm sure a lot of the people that follow you have never Fuck heard yeah. the transition story of how you, I'm assuming this is coming into how you got started into oh. your current company right yeah. now. Okay. And, and I'm going to tell everybody who's, okay. who's listening and watching, so many haters, by yeah. the way. MLM, scam, pyramid, triangle thing. This shit doesn't work. You're scamming, all that. I was like, you see, I went through stuff. Like, I went through that and it didn't phase me. Yeah, 100%. And, I, and, I, and everyone's like, this shit's not going to work. It's going to collapse. It's going to fail. It's, gonna, it's not going to happen for you. And I just, one year out the other, I didn't give a, I didn't give a shit. Okay. So I'm on a flight from Europe. I've been in Europe for two weeks doing meetings. I had a big team. I'm on a flight uh, back. I can't wait to get back to the U.S. I just want to like sleep in my own bed, go just, you know, see my, you know, (laughs) chick, whatever it is, right? (laughs) And I'm like, you know, uh, and I'll never forget. I get to LAX. You finally get service on your phone. I had like over, I don't know, 100 text messages, voicemails. My phone's blowing up. And when I was on that, 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 that flight, it was like a 12-hour flight, um, the company that we were all partnered up with went down, got sued, FTC rated it, went to shit, went to shit. My income went from you know, 20, 30,000 a month, whatever it was, uh, down to fucking nothing, zero. Overnight, done, gone. The company got rated. And um, it was one of those positions where it's like, holy shit, all... What you built, four years of building, grinding, hustling, traveling, gone, wiped out. And um, it, was, it was a fucked up situation. Yeah. So I had to make a decision. And, um, you know, it was like we had like emergency meetings. And to make, you know, to make a long story short, yeah. we, just, we, we took our team and we went to a different company. What, different, what company was that? Uh, the first one was Vima, uh-huh. right? And then we moved over to a company called Zango. Okay. I remember, I think I remember going to a meeting uh, that you and Eric invited me to it was like some hotel and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys would sell like berry juice or something. It's like oh, some, yeah, we sold it, it all. Yeah. yeah, we sold it all. <laughs> the one thing I've always admired about these guys, no matter what the fuck it was, they'll sell you fucking something. Uh, yeah. You, and we're you, very persuasive. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's why I fuck with you guys, you know, cause, um, you know, I admire the sales skills. I admire the drive and something that, you know, I've overcome obstacles to as well. I had a restaurant, shit went under, um, you know, in the same way that you go and make from 20, 30 K a month and down to zero, but that didn't phase you. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, yeah, it's like a sting a little bit, but it's like my life is, it, you don't look at it as like your life is over. It's like, okay, what's the next move? Boom. Quick transition. And then I don't mean to cut you off, but it's the same mentality that separated the business owners when the pandemic hit those that thrive and those that went under. It's the yeah. same thing. It's the same mentality. Cause it's like, okay, Hey, how am I going to pivot? How am I going to adapt? For you sure. know, yeah. correct. Hundred percent, and that and like that was like twenty thousand, three thousand residual. Yeah. So it's like you can. It was just coming in. Yeah. And plus commissions, it can get up much, much higher. So it's taken away. We moved to a different company, and I just, 
it was just a, a, a nasty transition. Yeah. People were leaving. It was just drama. It's chaos. And we moved to a company that I personally didn't necessarily believe in. Yeah. Um, I, I became so successful in the first one because I believed in the product. I loved the product, yeah. comp plan, the owners, the CEO. I knew them well. Um, this one was just kind of felt like it was like, take people from there and then put them into that. And sell something else. And sell something else. Yeah. And I didn't, and I, I was fighting the entire way. But yeah. you really had like no choice because, you know, I had mentors that were doing the thing. It was just yeah. fucking chaos. And you're learning along the way. Yeah. So we moved over there and throughout, and I was there at that new company for a year. And I didn't like it. You know, I felt like I was just wasn't, didn't, it wasn't like the first company, you know, and I felt people, you know, I just like, you know, my leaders, my, my sales guys were just like, I could feel that they weren't into it. Yeah. Something was off. Of course. If the vibe is not there, you don't sell a product you believe in. It's like, there you go. You know, percent. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I, I made a decision. I said, uh, and I was burnt out. I had been doing this shit for five years, four years. I was fucking burnt out, been traveling all over the world, doing meetings, making this whole thing work. And luckily, like my income still had stayed intact. I took people from there to there yeah. and it was whatever. And then I, I decided one day, I said, you know what? I don't want to do this shit anymore. I don't see longevity. I don't see me. I had a certain vision for life, what I wanted to, where I wanted to live, how I wanted to, uh, how I wanted to live, where I wanted to travel, time for, just, I was like, this is not it. So I got to a point where I said, I got to find something different and you have to you come to that realization and i think that some people they they wait too long to realize or take action yeah on change right i know like you know you're in the fitness industry you transform people's bodies and sometimes it's like people wait so long right shout out i gave my boy six pack right, 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 yeah, 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 no, so I, right <laughs> yeah, I, I came to him uh, used and abused <laughs> like, 20 bro, pounds overweight happened, making too much money looking yeah. too good right now <laughs> yeah but i just i realized like change it's yeah. like it's like you know and um i just saw i was uh looking searching for something uh-huh but i knew i had skills i knew i had skills i knew because i had developed these skills in this mlm game i yeah. sold product all over the world yeah sales sales yeah. i mean you can have as long as you know sales you have a job anywhere oh and that's i think sales is to me one of the most versatile most most make it or break it type of situations because if you don't know how to sell or you can't you know build that skill set up you're going to be lost if you're watching this get into the game of sales because you can just you can sell anything so um i saw a, a youtube ad um about a million dollar, million dollar listing LA. It's like um, Josh. Yeah. Like Josh say, Altman. Tyler Lopez shit yeah. No, shit. no, it wasn't Tyler Lopez shit. It was like million dollar listing Josh Altman. Yeah. Uh, they're selling these multi-million dollar houses in Beverly Hills. And I said, man, these guys look good. They're super wealthy. Real estate's fucking sexy. It's never going anywhere. Sure. And I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, I was like, I, I, I can do that. Yeah. yeah right. Like, it. you know, and, um, it's like, come to this free web class. Yeah. Like, free web, like free web class. I'm like, oh, boom, signed up. And then it was like on a Thursday. And I was like, all right, I'm going to set aside two hours. Like they said, I, I did the whole thing. Yeah. And there's like a web class talking about like real estate investing. And that's when the light bulb went off. I sat there and I was listening. And like, you, I don't know. I think it's like divine timing. Everything happens for a reason. I said, Nick, you're selling a product that's about $500 to $1,000, which was MLM. Yeah. You had this tremendous skill set. Why don't you sell a product that's high ticket, three hundred thousand, yeah. five hundred thousand, multi million dollar product? What's your commission on a three to five hundred dollar product? A couple hundred bucks, residual, whatever. 
what's your commission on a 300,000, 500,000, multi-million dollar product? Hundreds and thousands of dollars and it takes the same amount of energy. Yeah, 100%. I said, boom. Yeah. I said, I, I said, this is it. This yeah. is it. This is it. <laughs> I said, so I, I, I took that leap of faith. And I know you, you, you know a lot about this because you did this. You did it in your fitness industry. You said, I'm, I'm burn the boats, right? Burn the fucking boats. This is going to happen. Yeah, you have plan B is reassuring plan A. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's and, 100%, 100% what it is. And I feel like a lot of people out there, they don't, um, they never take a chance, a shot, a risk. Right, and that's why they are where they are. They do what they do. They live where they live because they never take that shot. Right? They don't burn the boats. Yeah. You burn the boats. What does that mean? I'm gonna make this happen, or I'm I'm gonna die. Fail. It's, it's right. do or die. Yeah. yeah. You know. And so I made the decision in 2000, I think 16, 15, to get involved in real estate, to get involved in real estate, to learn the game, and I got obsessed with it. I was like, I was working 12 hour days trying to figure it out, um, and within my first. 30 days of getting involved in the, in the game, um, closed on a deal and netted $90,000. Very first day. And, that, and, and results, I mean, man, I don't want to say like results not typical. Uh, and I always tell people, don't be fucking typical, right? Yeah. But that's what happened to me. That's my story. Yeah. 90 days into the game, $90,000 later. First that's, not, that's not a bad turnaround. Yeah. Net profitability, by the way. Yeah. Um, when did you really deem that you were successful in that industry? Like, when was a turning point where you're like, people started to come? Because I now, uh, you know, people ask me questions all the, all the time about like fitness game, business, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there comes like a certain point in time when people view you as successful in your industry. Um, and now you're stepping into a new industry. And now you've built a great mentorship program. Uh, you got a kick-ass pad, super successful. You got the cars, lifestyle, things like that. When did people start to view you as successful? Um, and then, you know, what feedback did you give them? Or how, how did that all come about? You know, I, I think success is, I think everybody's perception of success is different, uh-huh. right? Because I, I truly do know people that make incredible income, but they just live a simple lifestyle. Yeah. That's what they want. Uh, is that for me? No. Yeah. So I think, like, people have deemed me successful in the MLM game because I was, like, one of the leaders speaking on stage. And I feel like, um, and I'll be very brutally, brutally honest with everybody who's watching and listening in, uh, real estate, as sexy as it is, as great as like 90,000 in 30 days sounds, it's a fucking hustle. It's, a, it's, it's like you're on the phone, you're getting rejected, you're hustling, you're moving, you're shaking, like it's dirty, you know? And um, I, 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 you know, built, you know, you know, my real estate business and um, I didn't really like hit a home run, home run for like a year or two. What's a home run? I mean, you know, multi millions. Okay, so I'm yeah, like you're, you're, you're dollars, yeah. in your ideology, home runs. So multi millions, bringing in multi millions, blowing yeah. your business, fucking yeah. killing it out of the water. Doing, doing, doing million dollar plus. Okay. Yeah, every year. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's, and I, t- I worked for like uh, two years. You know, there were some days I'd be at the office for 12 hours and didn't have shit in the pipeline. I'm yeah. like, dude, this, this isn't like, is this shit going to work? Yeah. You know, like, but it's just that going back to the burning the boats, it's just like, this is my only option right now. Let's go all in. Cause yeah. you know, sometimes people are like, well, I have a plan B, but then you never fully execute plan A. Yeah. You know? So, and yeah. I think that, and how important for like a piece of advice, people out there, how important is it, is it to you to burn those boats and continue, you know, full all in, in, in one direction? Um, I think if you don't eventually get to that point where you burn the boats, you're never going to truly, you know, accomplish what you what you're set out to accomplish, what you what you truly want. I think everybody's idea of success is different, and I think that you just got to find a vehicle 
for me, I wanted to be able to pick up and travel when I want to travel, you know, go, go shopping, spoil people, you know, just live life, essentially wake up when you're done sleeping. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is the vehicle that's going to get me to the promised land, burn the boat, figure it out and then make it happen. And you just got to keep reassuring yourself. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then work your fucking ass off. I think a lot of people just do not work. They don't understand the work ethic that it takes in any industry, right? In the fitness industry, in the real estate industry, in the sales, you just got to work. Got to no, work. 100%. A lot of people think it just comes easy. What's um, cause I know people are constantly asking, you know, and, and it's to me, it's like, it's a little difficult to see sometimes because my brain is wired just one way. It's like, mm-hmm. If I want something, I'm going to go and get it. But there's some people that really put up these obstacles in front of them. It's like, well, I don't know how to overcome these stuff. People uh, bring about self-doubt about themselves or that someone tells them something they can't do it and it totally shuts them down. Like, how has your mentality, like how have you shaped your mentality or exercises that you've done or how have you turned down negative, you know, feedback? Like, how have you been able to overcome all that stuff? And what's some advice that you can give to people listening in? Straight up, limited association. And my favorite is disassociation. Okay, I think I think when we were when we were uh, working together, I think that was probably one of the things that I personally picked up from yeah. you. My favorite quote from you actually is, uh, "Don't spend five minutes with somebody you should be spending five hours with, and don't spend five hours with somebody you should be spending five oh, minutes with." Facts. I think that was probably the one of the the pieces um, that I picked up from you that probably was the mo- that served me the best. Yeah, and and I, and don't get me wrong, I've I've had to like grow and mature through that disassociation, limited association. Like I first started making money, good money. I was like, man, just like, oh, I'll pay for that. Or I'll, oh, come over to my house. You guys can have this and have yeah. that. And I realized I'm like, I had to like take a step back and, and really mature as a business owner and be like, hold on, like, why is this person over? Why am I communicating with them? Like, what do they bring to the table, right? And, um, you know, and I think the biggest thing was just like noticing toxic energy, yeah. negative energy, um, and, and you have to get out that. Of your life. Boom. Yeah. Quick, quick. Don't have time for it. And I think one of the craziest fucking things that, uh, that I heard from you, or not crazy that I heard from you, but just made the most sense was even because you're big on social media, right? And social media is such a huge tool um, mm-hmm. for today's business people, today's entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and, and even the people that you follow, I remember you telling me, it's just like, okay, it's a privilege for me to follow this person is a, you know what I mean? And I, I, I you know, some might seem that as conceited oh, or taken yeah. off a certain way, but I think it's brilliant because it's like, you're not seeing a bunch of shit that you don't want to yeah. see throughout the day. I think that is, you know, you don't, not everyone deserves to be around you, but people take that as like, oh, he's cocky, he's conceited, but no, it's just like, you're preserving your inner peace. You know, can you 100%. elaborate a little bit more on that? First thing I did, you know, when I had this, this awakening, right. When I matured as a business owner, I realized, Hey, like you're not, you know, coming over. I'm not hanging out with this person. Like you bring no value. There's just, yeah. you know, and it's, it's like, not personal. Yeah. Nothing at all. Uh, was I went to Instagram and I am followed, I don't know, maybe like a couple hundred people, like a couple hundred people. Cause I didn't want to see their shit. I didn't want to see like, I didn't want to see it. Right. I was like, I want to follow people that, um, that, you know, cause you're constantly seeing it on the timeline. Yeah. And I believe like what your constant like, vibrations are everything. And I think that what you think about usually ends up happening anyway. So I didn't want to see things that I didn't necessarily want. Um, so I followed up like a couple hundred people. Uh, you know, definitely, you know, my circle is like a tight niche circle. And uh, I make sure that the environment is clean. Yeah. Right. And I mean, by clean, I don't mean like physically clean, but it's just the energy is right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and I've noticed that about you. I've noticed that, you know, you surround yourself with people that, and not just you. And, and I use this term just because we're associating right now, but yeah. even in most, you know, successful people that I've talked to and they, 
you know, really specific about who they allow their time with just because they don't want that negative energy, you know, you get to be, you know, obviously, like you said, disassociate yourself with people that don't serve you correctly. Uh Um, and since you've done that, how have you exponentially grown? Uh, I I think it's just helped me to become more, uh, aware. And I think it's all about vibration, 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 vibration. If you're in a negative environment, it's like the cliche, they say you're the average of your five closest friends. Uh So audit yourself, right? Audit who are my five closest friends. And if you don't like what, what they, what that, that vibration or, or, or that average of your, of go find new friends. Yeah. Go fucking find new friends. You, you, you hit, you know, you're, it's a negative environment at home, level up a little bit, move out, but get your own spot. Yeah. Right. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mother, your father, your uncle, they, you know, they talk down to you or they don't believe in you or just not a good environment at, at, at the household. You got to yeah. go. Yeah. You got to go because it disrupts your inner peace. Yeah. You know, you got to be around and then you just got to surround yourself around people that know where they're going. And yeah. I think the biggest thing that I've, um, heard before is um how do people do that they're just like i feel like so people so many people in entrepreneurship are so lost you know they they come and they seek mentorship with without even kind of trying first they're just like okay this guy's gonna give me all the answers but they don't really know how to apply so maybe to give some cues out to people out there like what do you what's that first step that you take to, to make those moves like how do you do you have to put yourself in a certain mindset um is there something that you did you know or to recognize that stuff or how, how does that all work I, I just think that, um, you know, finding a mentor is great. Uh-huh. A credible mentor, by the way. So many idiots out there that are selling, yeah. you know. What's, what's your way to differentiate someone who's real or? Fact, I mean, uh, credibility and obviously okay. just results. Okay. You got you to gotta like really audit your mentor sometimes. Uh-huh. Do they have what I want? Yeah. If they don't have what you want, then how can they show you how to get it? Yeah. Right? And, and that's the biggest thing for me because I've taken on some clients in terms of mentorship and something that I've trying to been... Uh, a little bit more um, displaying of is social proof. I feel like people need social proof when it comes yeah. to social media um, to see what it is that you're about and to be like, okay, I really want to fuck with this person. You know, yeah, I really want 100%. to learn from them. And, and I feel that, you know, it's something that we've had some conversation about. It's like, why you drive the cars, why you live where you live, why you associate with who you associate, because people are going to deem you at a certain status versus if you didn't showcase all that stuff, it's like, well, is he really about his shit? For sure. Is that, is that something that's near and dear to you that it's like true or have think, you gotten like a negative feedback from that or? I think, uh, you know, like I live a certain lifestyle because it brings me enjoyment and fulfillment. Yeah. You know, I drive a certain car because I, I. No, 100%. Yeah. I, I believe like, you know, with the car situation, it's funny. I, was, had, I had a conversation with my buddies about it. It's not about you showing off. It's about you showing up. Yeah. I, you know, you, you work hard. You want to show up yeah. a certain way. Right. So I think um, the social credibility is one thing. Um, that's 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 like a no-brainer because you just see it each and every single day. But it's like just really ask yourself: Do, do they have what I want? Like yeah. if they don't, it's like a, it's like a trainer, for example, right? Um, you know, uh, I think early on this year I came to you and I said, "Hey, look, you know, uh, Aaron has credibility, years and years of it. Built his own gym, you know, um, competed, you know, seen, you know, your physique. He knows what he's doing, right? So." I need a mentor in the fitness industry, right? So I, I went to you and boom, down 20 pounds. We did, we did our thing. Now I'm you know, feeling good, feeling great, doing my thing, right? So it's like, you know, you had the credibility, you know, because you built a gym yeah. and, you know, you competed, did well. So I said, oh, he knows what the fuck he's doing, right? So people come to me all the time and I say- Every, Everything I learned, I learned from YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> people come to me and they're like, and they're like, and they go, you know, no one ever questions my credibility. Yeah. When it comes to like consulting, real estate consulting, yeah. sales consulting, business I consulting. Because you post all that shit on yeah. your social media. And I'll show yeah. you. I've done 500 plus deals. Yeah. I've, you know, I've, I've, I have a big company. You know, uh, I've, you know, I, I know, you know, I've been there. I've done that. I could show you. No one, yeah. it, now, you know, the, the question of credibility is not there. Yeah. You know, because it's so obvious. Yeah, because it's I'm, so easy to fool people. Yeah. 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 You know, so easy to fool people. Because even in today's age, you know, um, I see it time and time again with trainers that, you know, they look a certain way, but they don't necessarily know how they got there because sometimes they're genetically gifted or they just work out, but they can't coach a person from point A to point B, but there's no credibility. But if it's like a facade, if you look at them, it's like, oh, they can get me there. But not always is that the case. You know, you got to yeah. have some social proof. That's why I feel like, you know, a track record and results is so important, you know, showing 100%. people what it is. But I'm a firm believer in, in like the car stuff and, and the lifestyle stuff because it's not... There's like a quote from J. Cole. It's like, I'm not in love with material things. I'm just in love with the feeling that they bring. And it's oh, not necessarily like, man. you know, the thing itself. It's like how I feel when I'm doing this or when I'm in this or where I'm when in, in, in this uh, particular place. I think that's I think that's big. Um, Spot on, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's, I, I fuck with J. Cole since since way back in the day. But, you know, what what are uh, what are some things that, you know, kind of the reason why I bring in J. Cole is that's, that was a big motivator to me, music and stuff like that. Um, along my entrepreneurial journey, what were some things that were near and dear to you that you were like motivated you? Was there certain music that you listened to? Was there certain like routines that you did? Was it what was what was in Nick's you know daily routine from you know back then till now, or how has that changed? Or so um, I think it was maybe three four years ago. I had an opportunity. Uh, now he's a good friend of mine to sit down with uh, Rob Deerdeck. Okay, right. I'm, I mean, you don't know who he is. Google the guy. He's a skateboarder, turned entrepreneur, multi-multi-millionaire, just lives an incredible life. Um, and I had a chance to just kind of hang out with him, you know, and have these type, these business-type conversations. In the beginning of, like, me getting from, going from MLM to real estate. It was like that. It was like I was going from this business to that business, building it out, and just trying to figure it out. And again, it's who you surround yourself with, who you take advice from. Right, I'm gonna take advice from that guy because he has what I want. Yeah, you know, Rob Deerdeck, multimillionaire and entrepreneur. Yeah, right, not athlete, skateboarder. Now he's an entrepreneur now. Yeah, and for me, the biggest like eye opener situation was um, asking him about his morning routine. I said, and he said, uh, told me about his morning routine. I said, what time do you wake up every day? And he said, without a, there's a split second, 5 a.m., 4:45, but every single day, six days a week, about 5 a.m. Five days a week, 5 a.m. And I said, and I said, wow. He goes, this is the, what I do during that period of time, but it's 5 a.m. I looked at my business and my life and what time I was getting to the office, and it wasn't 5 a.m. Yeah. He it got was, to the office at 5 a.m. No, no, he, he got, he got oh, up yeah. and moving. Okay. But you know, I, I just and I told myself this. I said, you know, I'm waking up at like seven or eight, whatever it is. Yeah. So you take if you take the hours from five to let's just say eight, that's what three hours, right? Uh-huh. Five, six, seven, eight, three hours. And while, while he's up, getting shit done, getting shit done, there's three hours of gap of time. Let's just do the simple math here. Three hours of time that he's productive, working, moving, to, you know, getting to the next level. Three hours times five days a week, right? That's what? Three times five is 15. 15. That's 15 hours a week that you just lost. It's like almost like a whole nother day, pretty much half a day. And you do, yeah. a, do it by the month. It's 15 yeah. times four. Yeah. Insane. Insane. And I said, this guy is a multimillionaire uh, entrepreneur and I'm not, I'm not there. 
Yeah. And he's waking up at 5 a.m. I said, get your ass up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And for an entire two years, up at 5 a.m., five days a week, changed my whole life. I was 10 times more productive, 10 times more energy, 10 times more uh, just, just, you know, just, just got shit done. Yeah. And so I, I found a lot of success in the morning routine and waking up at 5 a.m., and that's that's something that I I really you know that stayed with me till now. I still wake up, um, you know, three times, four times a week at five a.m. to get shit done, and um, just just get in those hours. You know, it takes time. So, um, and then you know, obviously, just a, you know, I one thing that another thing that he kind of just really poured into me uh, was just working not just hard but also smart. Smart, yeah. That that was one thing that was big for me. Sometimes I. I pride myself on trying to be the hardest worker in the room, up earliest, yeah. fucking staying up late, uh, so yeah. business, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm always up all hours of the fucking day. And it wasn't until, re- not recently, but, you know, not too long ago that I've, you know, transitioned myself to think that it's like, okay, it's not how, I'm, I'm not trying to go nowhere fast. You know, I'm yeah. trying to get, be more strategic. You know, now that I have a daughter, I got to set aside a certain amount of time for work and then make sure I get all my shit done, stay ahead yeah. and still have you know, time for this, you know? So I think that's, that's, it's a very valid point for those of you out there. It's not like, it's not the fact that you wake up early. It's what are you doing when you wake up early, 100%. you know? Um, but to kind of wrap this up, you know, I'm going to get a second episode with this guy. I know he's busy. We got stuff to do, um, but I appreciate your time. But first yeah. I want you to shout out, you know, your businesses. If you offer yeah. any type of mentorship, people yeah. that might be interested, uh, interested in real estate, uh, wholesale, how they connect with you and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't know. So, I mean, uh, obviously serial entrepreneur, um, it's not now it's, it's, it's real estate investing. So okay. real estate wholesaling, real estate flipping, um, you know, obviously, uh, building out a rental portfolio, a uh, real estate consulting. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people out there that have a burning desire that want to do more, become more, want to get involved in the real estate game, get involved. Even, even if it's not through me, get involved, find a credible mentor coach that could teach you and show you exactly how to get the results in which you seek. You know, uh, I've now coached over 250 plus people and, sh- and shown them how to get their first deal. Uh, I've closed over 500 transactions plus now own a big company here in LA. And now I'm getting into, because of this time freedom and in the businesses in which we built, um, I'm getting into the branding aspect. I think Instagram when, growth yeah, and stuff like that. I'm talking about, I'm Shout I mean, out Ricky. I know Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sensio. Um, you know, I think that there's a great opportunity if you're not utilizing, uh, your phone to make money in some of some, in some capacity, you're losing big. This is, um, business of the 21st century. We're in the, uh, age of technology. We're in the age of information. We're in the age of, you know, utilizing, you know, a smartphone, and now I've been able to do that and make, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars each and every single day. So branding and marketing consulting. Um, and, and last but not least, if you're watching this, I hopefully take you, take some, I, I hope that it, it inspired you to take action to some capacity and 100%. burn the fucking boats, burn the boats, burn the boats, burn the fucking boats. Uh, Cause we have one life to live. And I hate to see people waste this endless, incredible potential uh, because of just a negative boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, dad, sister, auntie, uncle, dog, cat. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Burn the fucking boats, <laughs> limited disassociation. hundred percent. That's my favorite thing. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. The, the limited association. Is- we got limited association. We got disassociation, right? You're not going to disassociate from mom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, mom. I'll see you next year. So, but if mom's negative, yeah. you can limit the amount of time that you, you spend with this yeah. particular person. And, and there's another thing, too. It's because I've experienced that in my own life. It's not necessarily that the people around you um, are negative 
to, or they wish you harm. Yeah. It's just sometimes they're not at that capacity to understand what you're trying to do. So if you're also lift sitting out there too as well, that's why you know the limited association is important. Limited association is uh, important is because they could be coming from a good place. They just don't know how to understand or comprehend what it is that you're trying to do. Because I've I've gotten that one a lot too as well. Yeah. So you know, and burn the boats. Limited disassociation, and but most importantly, uh, find that vehicle. I think there's just there's just there's like a there's like a it's like a every you see, you see all these trees they're just money trees everywhere, yeah. and this opportunity with Explain the internet, the age of information, make it rain, and uh, make it happen all day, my yeah. boy. Well, I appreciate your time. So I am podcast. You hear you heard it here first. Nick's backstory. Uh, we'll be back again, chopping it up, see what else he's getting into. But thank you guys for tuning in. It's the Ion Podcast. I'm Aaron. Nick, shout out Anthony on here, Emilio for the editing yeah. and stuff like that. And then like the social medias, um, at Flip King on Instagram, yeah. uh, Nick Luvano on Facebook, uh, Nick Luvano on YouTube. Um, yeah, let's connect. Yeah, and, we'll post uh, those on the YouTube too as well. Yeah. Create that ad. Um, you know, for those of you tuning in, I got some content. I stopped during COVID just because shit got a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, but even for myself, guys, just to end up on this last point, um, the associating yourself with with um, people in, in your circle, if you don't necessarily have the time or, you know, the resources to connect with uh, with certain people or you're in, you're on different time frames, I do this podcast personally to connect with people like Nick, to people that I want to be around, to gain insight from them. So it's not that I have to hang out with these people every day. It's just I provide myself with an outlet to connect with these people. So, you know, take that, you know, into consideration as well. You don't necessarily have to submerge yourself and and be like a fucking fly on the wall wherever they go and take a shit and you're fucking following them <laughs> in the bathroom and shit. But just put yourself in a situation where you can gain knowledge from these people around you. All right. But shout out again. It's Aaron, Nick, Anthony, I am podcast. We'll catch you guys later. Peace out.